0: live welcome everybody we are streaming once again live via zoom i got the greg over here johnny's over here and guess what greg guess what what, what happened the bears won again and i get to have another one the bears won, and i get to have another cocktail to them so bear down everybody out there that is a bear fan
1: mm-hmm. and uh it was an ugly win it was a very ugly win that's all but- the bears do no, no, no! I'm gonna talk about my Packers. My Packers won, oh. so I too am enjoying a a tasty beverage. So, all right. So I guess go pack go. Ugh, gave me the chills to say that. Oh gosh, it was it was a weird game. So I mean, and, and it was just the field goals. I mean, like, and Crosby has those kind of games where it's like actually before that wasn't he 26 in a row? Well, that's just he it. He ha- he has these absolute you know huge numbers right Yeah, and then he'll have like a game that you're just like what happened like what happened to that particular game where you're just missing but it's like everybody's got that off day at work you know yeah that's true that that was his day like that was his day to have an off day at work and everybody at the bar that i was at they were like oh my god take him out and stuff like this i'm like no no
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah wait like and you, I, you know, I had the feeling like it, like every kick he had was clutch, especially when I was like, when and I'm like, no, he'll come in, it'll happen if, if they can hold him and they get in field goal range during overtime, I just had a feeling that he would hit it and he did. So yeah, here we go.
0: Speaking of an off day, um, yeah? on those off days you're having folks, don't forget to just check us, check us out on Facebook, like, and subscribe. Check yes. us out on um, YouTube and on all major podcast platforms. And uh, if you're also, if you're just, you want to get some, uh, I don't know, if you just want to uh, zone out or take a space, uh, headspace. Mm-hmm. Greg, we are sponsored
1: by Audible. Hey, we are, we are. Yeah. They, we've, we've got a nice little partnership with them. So I would agree. If, if you, if the listeners at home would like one month. Thirty days of Audible free on us. They can go to audibletrialcom slash slash That's J A T G. Yeah, Johnny Honey and the Greg. Greg, and yeah, that'll take you there. You can sign up for one free month. You can cancel it after the month if you want, if it's not for you. And uh, yeah, there you go. Get some yeah. get get some learning. Get some get some entertainment. Whatever you want to get.
0: Yes, I will be, uh, I think in a couple of, actually in a couple of months, I will be able to download the latest Matthew Riley, audio book. His uh, book came out today, last book in a big series that I've been reading, or it's coming out soon. Um, I
1: I wonder if that was a day and day release. I'm going to look that up right now. Yeah. um, But the reason
0: I bring that up is uh, he's one of my favorite authors. Uh, And he will be jumping on the podcast sometime in November um, to uh, we've had him on before. Yeah. Great guy. Super cool down to earth. Um, And he's an international bestseller. So the fact that he even wants to jump on here the second time to talk about how he's directed a new film that's coming out on Netflix and uh, his uh, finishing up a fantastic book series that I've loved. So that's just a, sneak peek and what's coming in november so hang in there and what's people. uh
1: is that book seven or book six or book seven of the jack
0: it's kind of uh, funny six. i believe because he goes down so i think the first one started seven deadly wonders so yeah it's seven it's the seventh book okay okay yeah, but the first book he goes he counts down from seven six five all the way down so
1: yeah and what's the name what's the name of his newest one why would you do okay. that okay <laughs> i don't know i don't know because um it just no, it's, it just came it's, out today and i can't remember one
0: the one maze or something like that or the one lost maze god i hope he's not watching right now uh man if you happen up. to be checking out i'm sorry sir i i won't get this wrong again <laughs> um it's okay the, to be the so one labyrinth
1: you know the what? one labyrinth oh yeah i think it's uh i you know what i'm gonna i'm not even gonna attempt it for fear that i'm gonna get it wrong you sent it
0: to me, so I'm going to check it out right now. And you did. sent it to me, and that's there where I'm is. looking. at The one impossible labyrinth. There the you go. Impo- I knew it was one like impossible amazing. labyrinth. Matthew Riley, check it out, people. It's a lot of fun. You'll have to start at his first book, Seven Deadly Wonders, and work your way down. It's worth it. Yeah. If you like, um, I guess Lord of the Rings slash Indiana Jones slash Mission Impossible, this is right up your alley. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go back to football. I just want to talk about uh my yeah. weekend. I went, yeah, I went to the Minneapolis. uh, I went to the city of Minneapolis to watch the uh, Minnesota Vikings take on the Detroit lions, a friend of mine, what we're doing is we're basically, we have this pretty, uh, pretty long plan. That's probably a little too, we're a little too old to probably see it all the way complete, but who knows? We'll give it a shot. Ah, you can do it. Um. We want to uh, go to every NFL stadium one time a year and uh, watch a game there. You know, it doesn't have to be his Vikings or my Bears. It can be anybody. We don't care. And the reason I wanted to do this, and I asked him if he wanted to be a part of it, because he loves football as much as I do. Reason I asked him if he wanted to go is because I've I've always been interested in all of these teams' cultures and just how these how B people become diehards of the Buffalo Bills and how they become diehards yeah. of the Ravens and the Steelers and the Packers and the Colts. And there's all this tradition throughout the NFL that makes it fantastic and great. And so um to get him on board, I said, All right, we'll go check out your Vikings first. And let me tell you, man, for those of you who aren't Vikings fans. Like, uh, my, my co-host here <laughs> Greg with the, the Viking lore that you are, you love right. your Vikings. I'm talking actual Vikings. You love that lore. Oh yeah. They do a great job of incorporating that they do into, yep. into this team. Mm-hmm. Um, they have this big chant called skull, which is I oh, guess was yeah. a battle cry for Vikings as no, know. it was, it was skull. It was drink. Oh, okay. Well, they've changed it and they made it like a battle mm-hmm. cry. So, but what's very cool is now the stadium's top-notch. It's beautiful. It's, yep. um,
1: because God smote their other one.
0: It's a, yeah, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place, gorgeous facility. I love the way, uh, it works. In fact, I've heard, I'm going to tag an interesting story here. I heard Virginia McCaskey, who is a, the owner of the Chicago bears, her and her son were taking a tour of it before it was officially opened. Hmm. And she said to him, when are you going to build me something like this? All right. It's just kind of funny <laughs> now that it seems like we're going in that direction. So, yeah. uh, if the Vikings had anything to do with us getting a new stadium or getting a little kick in the ass to do that, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, moving forward. So we're in there and, um, they do this fantastic introduction of building up the uh, excitement of um the vikings here what they do is they have the old timers you know if you ever hear the purple people Eaters, yeah okay back in the i think it was the 60s or 70s that's when the vikings had those guys mm-hmm. we're talking jim marshall alan page he's rough and tough and this is back when they played out in the cold yeah like smash mouth football yeah too. so you get jim marshall there right who's sitting there and he's he's doing this it's like this video production and he's doing this uh he's telling the stories that like Back when we were out there, you know, uh, he would explain Odin, Odin is the god of war and and uh, he goes through the whole thing of Odin and he goes, and when we were out there and it started snowing and it would be cold, he would go, he goes, all, all our defense, we would start going, Odin. Odin, 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 Odin. And I'm thinking there, all right, man, if I'm a visiting team and I'm already mm-hmm. freezing my ass off in Minnesota, And all of a sudden I hear that defense yelling, Odin, Odin, Odin. And they start going higher and higher and higher and higher. Right. And it was so cool. It gave me chills. And then he starts talking about when the snow falls, you know, Odin was blessing us, right. They really got into that Viking like thing, which was really cool. Okay. And so he's done with his story and now they're, Basically telling everybody in the, in, in uh, a stadium, hey, game's about to start, get your butt in there. In the beginning, they had I think it's the Minneapolis Orchestra or something. They start playing this awesome music. All right, so you can think of this orchestra, this percussion just starting to yeah. ramp up. And the way they did this was like it went from you were watching the videos on the huge screens that they have. You're watching them uh, like get ready. They're all getting ready. They show into the locker room where these guys are listening. Like they show your your team just yeah. pumping up, getting ready, and then all of a sudden, Greg, it starts snowing in the stadium. They had they oh, really? out fake snow and it started snowing on us. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and they're and they're, they're uh, they got me excited. I was like, holy shit, we're ready to go. Let's go. And the sound yeah. system was just top notch. Yeah. It was top notch, but it was it invaded you. Like by the time me and my friend left, we had splitting headaches because mm-hmm. it was so loud in there. And all of a sudden, uh, the, the percussion, and then all of a sudden, your Vikings come out and they wheel out this this ship, and they shoot yeah, the long out of ship. the ship. Yeah, they shoot out of the long ship, and it got me so pumped up. And the way that they had the camera angles, it was like you were watching, it and all of a sudden, it just appeared in front of you. It was so, it was so cool. So my hats off to Minnesota in terms of amping up the crowd for, uh, the introduction. It was fantastic. It was awesome. Um, and I think I told you this before anybody that is a Minnesota Vikings fan. I get it. I get why you're a Vikings fan. Just Mm -hmm. as like, I get why you're a Packers fan. The culture, both cultures are great. Um, they were super nice to me, uh, pretty in. Uh, everybody was just really into the game. It was cool culture. Very cool. You culture. Were, in,
1: were you wearing Vikings here when you were there? I wore, just, I bought a hat. I just bought a hat because yeah. I
0: want to buy something at these stadiums. From each and thing. I yeah. had no idea what I wanted to buy. And I was like, oh, I'll just buy a hat yeah. that I'll probably never wear, but I'll probably have it up somewhere wherever I decide sure. to. This is the stadiums I've gone to. Anyway, um, but it was just so cool, so much fun. Um, it was a great time. It was a great time it was a good game too um but it was a it was. F- fun fun time and so my hat's off to you minnesota you got a good culture going on there so
1: mm-hmm. yeah and i it, it's the struggling because you, you're, you're right we did like you and i both got into viking lore mm-hmm. um like mythology lore society yeah. like like studying that right and you know and it goes beyond just watching vikings on the history channel and, and stuff like that it, right. we were like reading stuff um well we got tattoos of Vikings. Yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it, it became and like you know did the did the family research and yes. you know oh i got a little bit of that in me so i'm gonna embrace that and i mean so the my hate for the vikings is interesting in that um for for one i think it has to do with my geographic location like okay. growing up too like i grew up so close to the illinois border that there were enough chicago fans around like transplants from illinois or even just transplants from chicago itself coming up to work in like the the factories that supported my town that i guess it wasn't a big deal because like it made it it made it like oh well if you like and I grew up. I mean, I remember '85, like, right, like in my memory. I remember go when the Bears went to the Super Bowl and won it, and I remember right. watching the Super Bowl Shuffle as a kid yeah. and going, "I don't know who that Refrigerator Perry guy is, but he seems like a really happy, just big dude that plays <laughs> yeah, football." That's true. Yeah. And and they and were watching, personalities for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, that's just that the personalities. The mm-hmm. and you know, listening to my dad complain about like. You know Mike Singletary and and Walter Payton, and he's like those guys are shit. And and like because he's a diehard, yeah, of course, yes. But even still, having that uh, split in me as a kid who barely paid attention to football as a kid, going right, right. I don't know. They seem pretty good. (laughs) Like when you're watching, right. And then you hear about like Mike, and then you in high school, and you're like the Mike Singletary Award. That's for like football players to do good things, and like they don't just name a a award after you if you were. Walter like, Payton Award, a, but I, the, you know. oh, I'm sorry. The Walter Payton award. Walter yeah, Payton
0: man of the year, I believe. Yeah.
1: Yep. And, and, uh, you don't, you just don't get that award for, right. for being like a terrible person, right. um, yeah. so, so you're going, I don't know, the bears weren't bad. Yeah. Now the Vikings on the other hand. Um, so around me, there just weren't any Vikings fans, um, because we were farther away from. Minnesota, Minnesota, uh, or Minneapolis, St. Paul, like the, the, you know, far enough away. And, uh, when I did start to pay attention to football is when I can't remember the lineman they had, they had Chris Dolman, maybe Chris Dolman defensive um, lineman. Yeah. It was a defensive lineman who was notorious for trying to like break ankles in the pile. Oh, and you, Oh, handle, I don't know like,
0: anybody like that except and Sue. <laughs>
1: Was he? He uh, No, he played for the Lions in that way. for the Lions. That's yeah, not when you. Um, but it was like I can't remember who it was, but you'd see him like grab an ankle and then do like a quick like if you're turning over on the in bed really quick, and and they're saying what he's trying to do is like twist an ankle, or and you're like, why do they put up with that? And that's when I was like looking at the Packers culture of the Packers don't do those kind of things. I mean, that was was my you know looking looking at um looking at, you know, the, who we had, uh, as like defensive linemen and stuff like that, and, and, on the surface, it didn't seem like we did that kind of thing, um, and you're going, well, man, fuck those guys. And, And then, and that grew into my brother who married a Vikings fan, who was a Vikings fan for no other reason than she liked purple and you're going. Oh, that's just cheap. Come on. I mean, so, (laughs) and and then, then it became like, you hated the Vikings just because you just wanted to hate the Vikings. So it kind of perpetuated this thing. Um, And I like right now, I don't know if I could name you one Vikings player. That's how much I don't pay attention to them. Uh, Hey, I have a
0: question real quick to throw out to the crowd. Um, You know what? I should
1: probably be monitoring that. I haven't looked at all. Do any Um, of you people out there
0: Okay. Hate another team simply because you have a friend or a relative or someone that just because they root for that team, it gets underneath your skin and you just hope and pray that that team loses
1: every week. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, welcome to Marshall. Who's posting some stuff in the chat. We appreciate you buddy. Um, up, Marshall and yeah, I mean, that's, I could see like if you and I went up there again and. I would probably be enveloped in the the Viking ness yes. of it all because yeah. I know, or you sense. would at least get it. Oh, you I told, go, and you know what? Oh I still God. do. Okay, like you, I just you, hearing you, and I've seen like their warm ups, and I've seen like their stadium, and and yeah. the when they blow the horn, you know, yeah. and they've got the mascot who's like a literally dude in furs, and I'm like, no, mm. actually,
0: he's gone now.
1: Oh really? Yeah, oh, he's I done. Like I think his
0: name was Ragnar. He was some, some. He was actually like a school teacher, and he would just do it on the weekends or something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but um, plenty of those guys walking around there. Yeah, like yeah. I could get into
1: that. Yeah, um, it
0: was um, it was very, it was just very cool. I think if you go in there, not like goddamn these stupid fans, these stupid people. Like if you just go in there and just go, okay, right. let's see what you guys are about. I you know, I would probably I mean
1: now that I kind of analyze it and, and and I'm looking inward these days, John, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of realizing that we all um, trying. Yeah, I guess I don't really have a reason to hate the Vikings, but you got to hate somebody. And then, uh, I hear you. I guess, I guess for right now it's just good.
0: now. Just good. Me, I actually I don't hate the Vikings. I I don't like them when we play them, but yeah, yeah. But overall, I I don't. I don't, I, there's Maybe, very is few... that a
1: is that a worse insult? Like you don't care about them enough that you just <laughs> don't, don't even pay? It, I never thought you don't even like pay that.
0: attention to them. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've never thought of it like that.
1: That's um, like, I mean, if that's the case, then I I really hate like the Panthers. I mean, yeah, I really don't yeah. think about Detroit ever. No, not um, much.
0: But yeah, it's <laughs> a good question. Anyway, both our teams won. Uh The Minnesota yep. Vikings was a fantastic uh experience. Um and I can't wait for the next
1: one. I don't know where I'm going, but I have an idea. And you're doing one a year? One a year. One right? a year. I. Yeah. That's all I can afford. I mean. But yeah. Well, before you kind of made it sound like you were doing 36 in one year. And I'm like, no, that's not right. No, no. Not doing that.
0: that was always my, that was always my like retirement, like.
1: Is that even, that is not even possible. Well, what I wanted to do
0: was actually at the time I thought, how cool would it be to rent an RV and go from Monday night football venue to the next Monday night football venue for the entire season? I thought that would be cool. I don't know how, maybe that gets old real freaking quick. I don't.
1: Yeah. I think um, it would be cool for a little bit, maybe two, two weeks. I'd say three, three or four. I'd be into it, seeing the different cities, stuff like that. But then sooner or later, you're like, I want to go Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so anyway, yeah, that, that's uh so stay tuned to next week. I mean, next year, who knows where I'm going next year. We haven't yeah. decided yet. I think we're talking Cleveland. So Ooh. I think we're talking that if you're uh, if you're up for it. Oh, I'd be up for it. Yeah. Okay. I don't right. know if my wife will be up for it, but I'll be up for it. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Speaking of the Browns, uh, look guys, you're going to have games like that. Yeah, That's how it is. Yeah. That was That's the NFL.
1: Yep. was a tearjerker. Yeah. It's just the NFL. But there was, uh, I, I there was so much good football. There was weekend. great
0: football, great football, even college. There was a good. College football. was
1: great. I, we, this wasn't even on our docket to talk about, but I had no. a barbecue competition this weekend. Yeah. Oh and yes, yes. We should talk about that. Well, we'll, Which, we'll get to that. We'll okay. after we'll replace that with the other topic that we nixed for today. Right. Um. But like, yeah, the college football scene. Like, we were watching. Uh, we were watching the Texas game. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, Yeah, te- that was a great game. Uh, the AM game, holy crap, that yeah. came down to a field goal. I and mean, Iowa, Penn State was pretty. Iowa, good. Iowa, yeah, we have a guy there who was a big Penn State fan. So we were watching that game. I mean, yeah. it was just a great weekend. Yeah, it people. really was. It
0: really was. Um, so Greg and I, mostly Greg, I don't, I've, I just decided to say, okay, Greg, well, um, let, he's adopted the Cleveland Browns. He's actually adopted them for quite a while. You've always yeah, like, Well, always
1: hoped. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that came that was born out of some need that i have and i have no idea why <laughs> is to to pick a sport find the worst team in that sport and just really be like come on guys just get it together get competitive and that has kind of blossomed into me like for the last couple of years watching the browns kind of claw their way out to of the barrel at. yeah to, like last year in the playoffs you're just kind of like Oh, yeah, I it. was very excited could, about that. They could make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, like you're getting excited about it. Yeah. So yeah, I got yeah. totally caught up. Yeah. Um and yeah, I'm like, I would I would love to see the Browns in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. I I I
1: it wouldn't bother me, but I that's not the team I'm rooting for.
0: Um you know what I my... you know
1: what actually got me started. What got me started in even paying attention to the Browns is when uh, they recruited Joe Thomas out of Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, and, and Joe Thomas—Joe Thomas—probably, arguably, one of the best offensive linemen to to come out of Wisconsin. And you know, he's one of team, the best offensive linemen ever. And, I mean, and, and in, yeah, yeah, in my opinion, not not with I just mean,
0: Wisconsin, but in Cleveland, like yeah,
1: NFL, yeah. And sure. you know, he he went to the Pro Bowl so many years. I mean, he he was literally a part of a losing team and because he's a wisconsin boy of course i paid attention to his career and you're you're reading these these interviews and he's like the people here treat me great i make a good living here i I mean he became a franchise player which as a as an offensive lineman is kind of saying something Mm -hmm. and he's like i will never leave this city as long as it like as long as they'll have me i'm here and i'm like he had some sort of
0: he had some sort of playing streak that was insane i think he played yeah. 13 nfl seasons and i think in the last in his last season he missed the last six games yeah until which he that, had
1: never missed yes. like he had the most snaps played yes. ever he and never missed a
0: snap at, yeah. until his last season which was uh i when i found out like i think he tore his tricep and he was out for the season i was like oh mm-hmm. joe yeah you know yeah
1: that was killer
0: yeah and then next year they started actually being good which really stunk too
1: yeah, and because you wanted him to have to do, some success, you did. I mean, yeah. and he's he's doing well now. Oh, I he's mean, totally he's, great. He's in great he's, shape. He's lost. Oh my all gosh, day. he is. Yeah. He was a. I met him actually when he was in high school. I oh, I was man. just starting my teaching career, and he was at a, a a Milwaukee suburb. I was coaching track and field at the time. I did shot and discus, and he was also a big shot and discus person in high school. And then, do you know where? One, uh what school or what yeah what high school cuz i think Farrah's husband coached him i think is at one of the waukeshas if i remember right I, I
0: know that she i know that she was telling me that um her husband jason coached melvin gordon okay yeah from wisconsin oh i didn't know he that. now plays for the broncos so yeah but, um
1: so anyway one of the reasons uh, thomas went to wisconsin is cuz they would also let him compete and shot and discus ah, okay. um, where all the other schools are like, no, you play football and then we're not risking you for anything else. Yeah. Um, and Alvarez let him, let him play. And, uh, the, uh, what was it? so I'm at a track meet. I meet him and, and he's this 18 year old. I mean, it's like, he's 18 years old. He's a good looking kid. He's built like a brick shit house. He's a 4.0 plus student. Oh, nice as hell. Yeah, I heard he's a like super his, nice guy. His entire family who I had, you know, I'm standing around with the coaches and they come around and they shake everybody's hand. Thanks for being here. Yeah. This giant track and field invite. And he comes over, and I know who he is because I'm tracking this kid from Wisconsin that's gonna go play at Wisconsin, be this big, you know, uh, he was very sought after. And he's looking at me, and he's like, Hey coach, and I'm like, Hey. Joe good throw. I mean, he threw 60 feet in a shot, put, which I had never witnessed before. And, uh, he's like, do you have any tips for me? I'm like, <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> not at all. You, maybe you scr- should tie your shoelace tighter. Yeah. You scratched
1: a 57 <laughs> foot throw. Cause it wasn't up to snuff for you. And I'm like, I got nothing, but nice to meet you. And his family was super nice. Yeah. Good. And so, yeah, so yeah, they, yeah. They kind so of you always kind of rooted the- for him and I get if- that. Yeah, if, if that were today and Joe Thomas were to have his own logo when he was in college, I would have bought his hat. So, um, enough, fair enough. So yeah. And now he's actually, he, uh, owns, I figured this out. He owns, uh, have you heard of mission barbecue? Uh, they're opening up kind of, I had, he owns that. Yeah. He owns a bunch of them and it's a, it's a big four, very pro vet first responder police you know, kind of place where they get special discounts. If you're in yeah. those fields, which I'm totally okay with. So he's just one um, of those
0: guys that got it right. Yeah. And it's they good. It him. Right. So yeah. yeah, he
1: did. He got it. He's doing very well in life just by being a yeah. good person. So you're yeah. like, awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So
0: going to the team that I'm going to officially doubt for this podcast. Um, I've mentioned them a couple of times. And the reason I, I like them is I actually like them in the nineties when they went to four consecutive Super Bowls and lost four consecutive Super Bowls. I'm talking about the good old Buffalo Bills. Okay. Now I've talked about before on this podcast how their uh their their team known as the or I'm sorry, their fan base, fan the base Bills, Bills Mafia. Mafia, how they the way that they kind of get after other p- players <laughs> is by <laughs> Um, putting as much money as they possibly can into their rivals
1: charities. charities. Yeah. Yes. Like we're going to uh, show you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a, a game, uh, and back in 2018 and just hang with us, people that aren't liking us talking about sports, just hang a, hang in there. Yeah, we got, we some, got other stuff. We got some real interesting stuff coming up actually. Um, but back in 2018, the bills needed the. Bengals to beat the ravens to get into the playoffs okay? okay so andy dalton throws a touchdown pass to uh beat the to beat the ravens and the bills mafia sought out andy dalton's charity and threw like five million dollars in there to thank him for letting God. their team in the so they're just a, such a cool fan base um and It's I don't know if you've been watching them lately, but I've been kind of studying them since 2018 when they got Sean McDermott as their head coach. And I love the way they built their football team. It's the way I want the Bears to build their football team. They build it from the lines out. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's how I think you should build a football team is from offensive and defensive line out. And that's what they're doing. And I just watched them beat the shit out of the Kansas City Chiefs last night. Fantastic. It was awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. um their quarterback's a lot of fun to watch so i'm going for the bills if the bears don't make it so (laughs) yeah yeah very cool yeah so speaking of not nice people and a little bit of football um i i I called you up today you did um, yeah and there's and i'm going to walk you i'm going to try to walk through this on a very nice line because I'm coming from at this from a of me just wanting to understand where my ignorance lied, if it makes sense. It does. Um, So I call up Greg because I think Greg, Greg, you just happen to be more self-aware than I think I am. Um, And so what I did was today or, or yesterday there was or there was news this weekend that John Gruden, the head coach for the for the Raiders, Back in 2011, he had a racist trope about the, I believe, the president of the Players Association. Yeah, Uh, I'm
1: I'm looking up the article here.
0: Yeah, who's a black man. And what he said in the email was something to the line of that guy. He compared that guy's lips to the Michelin man.
1: Well, he yeah, he said he had... A set of lips like Michelin tires. So not the Michelin man, but like just the The Michelin,
0: like Michelin tires. Okay. So my first thought, and I'm going to admit here, folks, this was kind of an ignorant thought. My first thought was, well, that doesn't make him racist. That just makes him like an asshole. He's just an asshole for making fun of a guy's lips. Like that doesn't like, are, are we jumping on the gun here too fast? Because it's real popular to do that now. It's real popular to find somebody that's on a soapbox and try to kick them off. Mm -hmm. And so I called Greg and I said, Greg, am I missing something? Please let me know what I'm not understanding here, because is this racism? Or is this just kind of just stereotyping? And my, my example to, to Greg was okay, Greg, if I made fun of your bald head and I was a black man, would that be racist? Would it be? like if uh if i said your your i i think i said the actual thing i said was if your head was like elmer fudd yeah would that be racist because i'm i cuz I, I i don't understand and i don't think i'm the only one i think there's a lot of people out there but a lot right. of people like me who are afraid that if we even don't even like if we don't ask not what i'm saying is i think there's a lot of people that are afraid to ask the questions cuz they'll come out as ignorant right, right. They'll come out as like, oh, you don't know or, you know, and I think right now there is so much confusion out there and there's not enough people. I'm not calling myself brave, but I have this platform or we have this platform where I Mm -hmm. think. Let's talk about it. Let's is this racism? Is this not? Is this overblown? Is this. You
1: know, right. So in your example of my bald head being like downward Fudd, that's not racist. That's Even if I'm black even if you're black that's not okay. racist but i mean the, the, the what you are that not? it's it's not even stereotyping okay um what gruden did is and comparing comparing uh the physical attribute of big lips and yes. applying that to a black man is what's being construed as racist and and this is something that we had talked about that mm-hmm. you like there are uh racist tropes which are the idea that there are just these stereotypical things about black people that were perpetuated throughout history. And
0: they like fried chicken. They like watermelon. It it is swim. Yep. Afraid of dogs. dogs. I mean,
1: all all those things that you, you see and you know, that honestly, like a black comedian will use as, as fodder to create jokes out of. Mm -hmm. Um, so we grew up seeing that kind of stuff. And some people think, well, if like, it's that it's not racist, if, if they're going to like make fun of themselves for it, like if a group of people do that, I mean, there, you can take any ethnic group, you can take, you know, Mexicans or Chicanos or Asians or or anybody right. um, anybody's race and say, well, that's them making fun of themselves. And there's plenty of ones out there for white people too. Uh, but what Gruden did is that when he made that comparison it had like a even if he didn't mean it as that it's got that little twinge of racism in there
0: okay and that's so where the my emails next are coming out right so my question was isn't that just stereotyping or isn't that or what right. how does stereo how does that turn into a racist thing and you right. explained
1: i kind of remember what i said but it's the idea that because because it's a it becomes a race thing. Yes, it's a stereotype. It's a negative stereotype. And that's because it's applied to race or associated with race that can make it racist. Okay. Is that what I said?
0: No, yeah. What you basically said was anytime you take a stereotype that has to do with a race, like right. all Asian people
1: are really good at math. Yeah. Yeah. That would a be a racist yeah. statement instead of saying uh everybody's He's just good, good at, at math, math. <laughs> yeah well i'm just saying like oh that kid's good at math i know people and this is something that i've heard yes um you know oh you're you're asian so you must be good at math i know i use the example of the office like of michael scott the basketball yes, this is episode. good yes go ahead yes so the basketball episode michael scott and they're going to it's it's the office team against like the uh, like, yeah. against the warehouse team mm-hmm. and so Michael's trying to get the team together and he looks at Stanley, who is a black man and goes, okay, of course you're on the team. And Stanley's like, what's of course that I'm on the team. And he says, Kevin, who's a, a chubby white guy. Nope. We don't want you. Right. And then, uh, Oscar says, Hey, I'll be on the team. I'll play. And Michael looks at Oscar and says, Nope. We will get you on the team if we ever play baseball or if we're involved in boxing and it just moves on. So he's saying all these racist things that are stereotypes of, and what at the time, like we were talking about this morning, Michael Scott, isn't trying to be racist, like he doesn't, he doesn't feel like any of them, I think are lesser human beings, but he has this. This is what basketball is. Right. These are what athletes are. Right. These are the these are the races that are good at certain sports. And right. so, yes, it's almost it's I don't want to even say unintentionally racist. It's like racist, like Once you, you blind say that
0: is the okay, because I I've I've started to figure this out that there is literal ignorance. Like I didn't Yes.
1: Know. Yeah, he's, like, he's he's ignorant to the fact that he's being racist at that point. Right.
0: But what I'm saying is that's not an ignorant ignorance intention. It's in innocent ignorance, wow. is that you know what I mean? He's not being in. He's not being. Right. In, yeah, you
1: know what I'm saying, right? He's not being. I, to I be do, mean. but you're right. He's not trying to be mean, right? But he's ignorant. Correct. In in, in which is still bad, though. Right? <laughs> no, no, that, yes, it's still idea. bad.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, it's still bad. I get it, but it's. I,
1: I don't want to say it's more forgivable, but it's almost like I don't know. Well, he he needs to be educated. I mean, if if that were a real life situation, right. (laughs) I mean, with that person, I would want to like pull that person out and be like, Hey buddy, let's, let's talk for a second. I mean, uh, yeah, I need to, I need to educate you. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, let's have a chat. I mean, those are so forgivable. It's a, it's, it's a, I don't want to yeah. say it's a gray area because right. all racism is bad. I'm not trying to, but I know that, no, I it, get you, it's I get an you. opportunity. And you know what, even when we've had, um, cause we've dove, dove into this on the show and we've past tried where, yeah. where we, we've had people of color on and we're like, teach us. Cause what we, the worst, like, we know that we're not going to be intentionally racist cause we're not those people, but our worst nightmare is that we become Michael Scott's and that we are yeah. unintentionally racist Correct. in our ignorance going, yeah, can we please avoid that? Just right. teach us what we so, need to yeah, do.
0: Yeah. I gave one of th- uh, an example to you this morning that or yeah, this morning that um that m- my 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 family happened to point out that whenever a big large man mm-hmm. um I'm sorry, whenever a big large black man would walk in, I would automatically assume that I, I would stare at him long and think to myself. Oh, is he a Chicago bear? Cause he looks like a Chicago bear. He's a big guy. Maybe he's a Chicago. Yeah. bear. And I was told, okay, that's racist. I'm like, no, that's not. She goes, I thought it was stereotyping. Like I said, if anything, I'm just stereotyping. I just see an athletic, huge person. I think right. they are a football player or they are a basketball player or something like that. And she said, and she was, she was like, um, no, I, I I think you're in unintentionally being racist. And I'm like, no, I, I, and I said. I have done it to white people. Like yeah. if, if you're a abnormally large person, I have this way right. of looking at you longer and thinking, are you a professional athlete? Cause yeah. I might just want to say, Hey man, I like what you do. Keep it up. Like go bear, sure. go bulls, whatever. But I asked that to you and you were like, no, it would only be, you know, racist. If I was right. only like, I would ignore the white guy or the Asian guy and just right. say, Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, that's, that's what I, yeah. I think if you were only doing it to a certain race, you would be racist. Right. In, in that you're trying to place them. Okay. Um, or unintentionally racist. I don't even yeah. know if racist would be the thing. Cause that's not necessarily negative to tr- just try to recognize somebody as right. a. So as a professional what John athlete.
0: Gruden did going back to what this is about, he, Correct. that was racist for sure.
1: Yes. It, yes. If, even if it was unattended, he said that I wasn't trying to be racist. I was just making a comment on his body type and, right. and it it's like, bullshit. well, <laughs> yeah. well, it, even if I give him the benefit of the doubt and say, he didn't know that the stereotype of big lips is, is a, is a trope used by racist. If for some reason he was in a field that most of his athletes, like the percentage has, I think, leaned way over to where most of the athletes that he's coaching are black. Yeah. You go, really? You don't know that? Even if he can honestly say he didn't know that, you go, that was still a dumb move. Like, yeah. you should have done that. Right. Um
0: moving forward with this we
1: (laughs) fast forward a couple hours like he's
0: actually um he actually did a lot more i guess more emails have come out yeah and uh because of that john gruden is going to resign um he's no longer going to be the head coach he's going to step down after emails dang it that thing just disappeared on me yep uh emails containing containing racist, sexist, and anti-gay remarks were made public. So yeah, this isn't a, oops, this is a perpetual problem. You know, behind closed doors, this is who he really is. And I've been hearing and look, I've never been a John Gruden fan. He just always rubbed me the wrong way, but I didn't know it was anything like this, but there have been people that have said that he's. They never called him a racist or anything like that, but they just said, he's not a nice guy. This guy's not a nice guy. Yeah. Keyshawn Johnson was the biggest guy. He's on the morning show of ESPN now. Um, and I remember watching Keyshawn and Gruden go at it when they were in Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. And I remember my always thought was, man, look at that diva wide receiver. Really? yeah yeah, that's why I first because they never it never really came out what was between those two because back then they they were like hey that's we're going to keep that internal you know
1: do you think it was Gruden being racist or was he just being no asshole?
0: I think it was Gruden being an asshole and not being a nice guy because Keyshawn never called him a racist even after these things came out he didn't sit there he just he he said on ESPN radio today he said Hey, look, this guy is not a nice guy. And I've been trying to tell you this for years, and no one ever listened
1: to me. They just called me the Diva wide receiver. And I was like, oh, wow.
0: shit, that was me.
1: <laughs> you know, well, and what's interesting, I mean, first off, the the rest of the story is that, uh, so Gr- Grun's only four years into a 10 year contract. So I don't know how that's going to play out with him resigning if he just gives up the rest of that, his, the next four years of salary. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know how that,
0: works. I don't know how any of that
1: works. Um, but hit Rich, uh bisaka bisakia is, is going to be the interim head coach yeah it's one of his assistant coaches is going to be the interim interim head coach uh for the rest of the year so yeah. um what smacked of this is that it seemed like they're on a little bit of a witch hunt and, and made whether it justified it seems to be or not i'm not sure it says like the nfl had had these emails for a while and they were just waiting to see if the Raiders organization was going to do anything about it. And is that what you're reading? Yeah. It says the league was waiting on the Raiders to take action per La Conforna and was prepared to step in if Las Vegas did not address the situation beyond public denouncement of Gruden's email. Wow. So, so the, I mean. But the other thing, like, why were they digging into this? Like, I, I want this is, the- this
0: is what I've understood. Okay. I understood that because uh, I think about, I think it was last year, there was rumblings of the me too movement, that it was a hostile work environment for females at the Washington football teams facilities. Okay. Okay. So that Daniel Snyder, the owner, um, created a culture of very misogynistic, very, um, very uh very threatening to women working there and a lot of women were coming forward saying this is a very bad it's a hostile working environment this is really bad they treat us horrible okay so there's a so i think there was a reporter investigating what that was about found emails that john gruden wow. was sending to the general manager at the time of that okay you know, of that team and that's where they caught it so there is this, and I, I hear, I've heard a lot of people already
1: say, dude, this was 2011. This was 10 years you know, ago. And some of it was like, he, he was calling, um, uh, commissioner, what's his name? Uh, Goodell. Goodell? They're yes. like, he was calling Goodell bad words in an email. I'm like, we all fucking called Goodell bad words. I mean, everybody's had an he issue gets with booed that at guy. the NFL
0: draft every year. Yeah. It's like a tradition. I mean,
1: it's, it's, it, we've all got issues with him in some place or another, right? Or that's like, if I had an issue with a boss. And they dove into my emails for what I sent to my boss 11 years ago. You know, you go, well, you said some bad things 11 years ago. And it would be one thing if he was like showing growth, if he could come back and say, you know what? I was that guy. You know, I got right with the Lord, whatever it is. I read some self-development books, whatever. I'm not that guy anymore. And if if that's a thing now, you know, now I, you've I hit guess, a very,
0: you've hit a yeah. very interesting part. I think the problem was he didn't go that route he went well i'm just trying that's what i call liars correct yeah you call every liar you've ever met the mission they have michelin lips
1: no he said he said they have rubber lips and so then he could put one rubber lips to and every like even the reporter was like the reporter whose whose job it is to know words says I've never heard of that before in my entire career, and I've never heard of it either. So. Neither
0: have I. So you knew he was lying. You yeah. knew he was. You're lying. like so really? instead of. I, I I guess the only way you can change is if you own up to it, right? It's something yeah. that our parents, if you're, it's something that our parents teach us is that look, mm-hmm. if you've made a mistake, own up to it, do the punishment, move forward. Yep. You know what I mean? And damn, it's just another. It's just another. Excuse me. It's just another example of. I guess somebody thinking he's higher than he needs than he really is, you know, mm-hmm. and sitting there saying like, I don't need to t-. like, look, I get it. It might be a very scary thing because of right now cancel culture is huge. You know, right. it's, it's just there now. And it it's, and you're right. It, it had this feel in the beginning of, well, oh, this seems kind of like a witch hunt, a witch hunt. That's well, why I was kind of like, okay, maybe other- I'm not understanding this.
1: I I'm still struggling with the idea that 2011 was, was that four or five jobs ago for him?
0: Well, yeah, he wasn't even in the NFL. He was at ESPN.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a whole different organ. Like I'm talking about like from a societal standpoint, like where are we at that? I mean, change it up to a different profession. I mean, change yeah. it up, change it up to, you know, teaching. Cause fine. You, you sent some emails, your, your second or third year of teaching that you're frustrated, you're having a bad day. Um, and, and not, not racist stuff, but maybe things where right. you're, you're, you're saying your boss is a big, fat stupid head, whatever. Right. Yeah. And now four or five school districts later, that school district uncovered that sent it to your current school district and said are you going to get rid of this guy because he called his principal a big fat stupid head and you go yeah i think we got to ditch him
0: yeah um now i you are taking the racist part out and there has been more emails is, of him being so, basically uh, everything bad you can
1: be yeah i mean th- th- that's the other thing i mean yeah. i'm not i'm not I, I know i know you're not i don't want to defend gruden i'm more right it's like where we at in society if we're looking so many jobs ago to and yes. if there is growth and development in terms of character because everybody has done shit that we don't want out Correct. there right Correct. i mean yes. when we're in our 20s or early in our jobs or whatever you grow as a person you learn as a person you become better yes absolutely and and, and I
0: think like, maybe it would have been out? handled different. Maybe it would have been handled different had he owned it. Had he just sat there yeah. and said, okay, yeah, you know what? I did that. And I, that I was a different person back then. I've had a lot of time yeah. to.
1: I, suppose. I think of like, person, you know, like the Eddie Murphy line, like would you go back and watch delirious or you watch Eddie Murphy run, you're like, Holy shit. Did he say that? And yeah. he did. He said it on a stage. Like he can't get that it on. It. And he, he came out and said, Man, comedy was different then. Like yeah. we could say that he's like, I wouldn't say that now because right. I've certainly grown as a person and I would hurt some friends' feelings. And I'm really sorry I said that. Yeah. And you go, absolutely. Okay, Eddie. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's why I, I guess that's my point is just
0: if you would have owned it. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I guess that's of, the big difference. Ins- yeah. Instead of sitting there trying to come up with some ridiculous lie, that's what I call liars. People yeah. with rubber lips, that means you're a lot. Nobody, nobody's ever used that. Nobody. You know yeah so what what are people saying uh what do you guys think out there is this a witch
1: hunt do
0: they have a right I don't know
1: I I I don't see anything in the comments right now but go ahead okay. throughout yeah. mean we're it's right now it's Monday and uh you know this video is up there and we do respond throughout the week so if you're watching this on Tuesday at lunch or Wednesday on your drive home or whenever you listen to this yeah drop a comment let's let's have that conversation yeah
0: I think and I, it's important we need to you know, we need to have yeah. this conversation. I think a lot of people are, I've heard so many friends of mine say it's getting to the point where I can't give my opinion anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of an unhealthy space. You know, <laughs> it, I think what we need is more talks like this where you and I talk and we go, okay, help me out. Cause I'm not seeing something here. Do you see something different than I do? And mm-hmm. just figure it out. You know, um, I. you've sent me a couple of YouTube videos from Emmanuel Ocho,
1: Ocho, yeah, yeah, Emmanuel the, Ocho. What is it? The un, uncomfortable, un- uncomfortable com- conversations with a black man. Yeah, yeah, it's a great YouTube series. Yeah,
0: it's um, it that's what it is. These are uncomfortable conversations, just like talking about financing finances if you haven't yet with your significant other. That can get
1: uncomfortable. Doesn't mean you yeah. don't have
0: them. You know what I mean? True. Um, so
1: uncomfortable leads to growth. Uh- talking about sex with your kids it's uncomfortable yeah but you gotta you go. have that conversations because if old, you will not someone else is gonna yeah, you better
0: um all right man i think uh i think we've hammered that enough mm.
1: um yeah let's move on to something later
0: yeah <laughs> kind of lighter but it, lighter? What this we is just weird this is just weird i don't know how to handle this and i kind of feel like kind of feel like people are blowing stuff up that's probably happened before but it they're blowing it up now because look right now disney when it comes to marvel they're at the top of the chain like they're 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 up there the king of the mountain right now yeah and i've read and uh, something i've noticed about our society is whenever you're the king of the mountain people people will celebrate it at first and then they want to start picking away at it they want to they want then a book comes out of this person was a really nice person and then another thing comes out and then people start suing and then Mm -hmm. you know and what we got here is let me know if i'm understanding this greg disney is suing for the rights to characters like spider-man doctor strange captain america iron man to continuously use them instead of them going back to the people that originally created them
1: right so this is it's all coming down to copyright law so it, it is you know marvel comics which owned those characters you know everybody when you think who's the father of marvel comics everybody says stan lee like, right. oh, Stan Lee created those characters. Well, he wrote those characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they He wasn't uh, as independent as everybody thinks. And I've gone through points in my life where I'm like, fuck Stan Lee, he's a thief. To, okay, well, he was part of a creative team. So that's really what it is. Now, Stan worked his contracts to where it seems like he was the sole person to come up with these characters. And the fact is he didn't. Uh, so Spider-Man... And you know, was not just the character, not well, the artist by the name of Steve Ditko had just as much invested in creating Spider Man than Stan Lee did. Um, Stan wanted some, you know, some of the things that we know Peter Parker as that was totally Ditko coming in and saying, Yeah, I don't think he should be like. Uh, whatever, you know, right. like he shouldn't have parents. Let's, let's make his parents passed. And he, he lives with his aunt and uncle and, mm-hmm. you know, Steve Ditko had a lot of character development in there as well. Right. Um, to the point where like the first Spider-Man film. So the first Toby Maguire Spider-Man film was the first time because the Steve Ditko family won a lawsuit where his name was Spider-Man created by Stanley and Steve Ditko. Okay. So, so this isn't the first time a lawsuit to get rights to a character has occurred. So now fast forward, what are we, 20, 20 years in, almost 25 years since the yeah. first, Spider and there's Man a film.
0: lot of money behind those characters now.
1: And now there's even, well, and there was a lot of money back then. And now there's even more like millions yes. and millions of dollars more. Right. So when Disney purchased Marvel as a whole entity and started making movies, well, that created more loopholes for the families of these creators to come back and say, well, the rights on those characters like are gonna run out and we want them back. So if those character rights transfer back to the family, then Disney has to make new contracts and new deals to be able to make movies of those characters like they're not Ah. they're they're no longer just disney's character they belong to at least in part to the family and it's it's a total money grab is what it is and and somewhat deservingly i mean i would
0: i would agree i would say (laughs) like you know if you and i i don't know if if this podcast ever got i don't know if down the line, this podcast all of a sudden starts making a ton of money and people just start watching it and we find out that it's because somebody else started playing with it, Mm -hmm. I'd want to sit there and go, wait a minute.
1: Yeah. Well, that's our intellectual property. We want some of that. Right. Um, So this actually, one of the first history of this was with Superman. Uh, So the, the two uh, men that created Superman had to sue DC comics saying and because dc comics bought the rights to superman for mm-hmm. like i want to say like 900 dollars. yeah yeah but it would right. not not a lot even by like the 1920s or 1930s standards when they bought them okay. um enough to get these guys through a couple of months of living but it, who knew that superman was going to blow up right, to be of course an international uh icon for americanism i mean it was you know truth justice the american way so dc took superman made him what he is and then the family had to come back and say hey wait a minute like we need more of that pie and it took years of lawsuits for them to even get the percentages that they got um so, so what do even, you
0: think what do you think is going to happen here do you think it's going to be just years of lawsuits
1: no i really don't think or so they just i can
0: th- do a quick buyout and
1: i think the families yeah i think the families that i think it's going to be settlement because you're you're going up against disney's yeah legal team yeah and it's just i mean big guy little guy yeah if if it does end up happening that the families of i'm not even sure who they're all suing for but if it does end up that they win they're going to make a movie out of it, like Aaron Brockovich, where it's going to be, here's this town going after the big corporate and it's going to be yeah, that, like, <laughs> like, you're right. I mean, that's going to be what you're kind right. of situation this is going to be, because yeah. that's, that's how unlikely it is. Now, well, I think it's more likely that um, Disney's going to counter off like counter Sue maybe, or even mm-hmm. just say, okay if we give you a billion dollars will you shut the fuck up and they're going to go yeah yeah that'll we'll be good with that and and that'll be that'll That'll be be it it. yeah yeah
0: yeah this is this is the stuff i started expecting after endgame this is the stuff i started expecting i started expecting these people or i shouldn't say these people i think they have a right but i started expecting okay so now we're seeing chinks in the armor now it's you right know, i'm expecting books coming out soon i mean with scarlett johansson suing disney which
1: right. she won by the way she won it so what does she that won. mean that they paid her an extra 40 million dollars
0: oh good which for her. would
1: have which was what should have been her cut of the disney plus that know, had a lot
0: to do with feige right didn't he wasn't he on her side yeah yeah he was like, totally on her side he's yeah. like you
1: don't treat my talent like this right yeah. um because she I mean, she's been in it since the beginning. Like yes. she's she's one of the founding Avengers. she <laughs> is yeah, of, no,
0: you're absolutely right. And,
1: and there's uh, a lot
0: of love for that character. The what is. she yeah. did with that character, there's a lot of love towards
1: it. Yep. Um, oh, I was gonna make a comment in there. Uh, when you're talking about chinks in the armor. I mean, yeah, so I understand the creator side of it because I've yeah. been to comic I went to a comic book convention. Um, you know, this is a different company, a different creator, but um. So DC was really advertising its next big franchise movie, the green lantern. I mean, it was going to be huge. We all thought that that was going to be the first in a set of movies, spark off our, their own universe, the whole green lantern. core. Yeah. We're going to get plenty of films on that. And that's going to usher in kind of like a justice league kind of piece. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine seeing, going to that. Uh, I believe it was, was wizard world, Chicago. So I'm down in wizard world, Chicago. I see DC with banners everywhere for the green lantern and there's comic books and there's merch everywhere. All the vendors got it. And you go to artist alley and you see this old man and his wife, and he is totally just hunched over his table, signing something like, and no one's talking to him. He doesn't have a line. You walk by that's the creator of green Lantern, like the Alan Scott official green Lantern. He created it. Like, so he was the guy
0: that said, Hey, I got this idea about this guy with a ring.
1: Yes. He's the guy who said, we're gonna make a power ring. And it was the silver age green Lantern who was, had Alan Alan Scott couldn't do wood. Um, but then eventually turned into the green Lantern Corps. Like that's the guy. Yeah. And you find out that Wizard World wasn't even letting him into the green room for snacks because he just wasn't a big enough creator. Wow. And here's DC making bank on all this merchandising and movie did. rights that they thought was going to be huge off of this guy's creation. Wow. He, yeah. And that's, so, um... so I've seen it both ways. But if if they just would have you know, and give him, care? Give him a, half a percentage or something. Yeah. Just take care yeah. of these guys that, I mean, there's a, there's a great organization uh, called the hero initiative. Uh, and I will put a link to them in the description down below when we see them. Um, so what they do is that they know that those golden age creators, if they're still alive or even silver age creators, they, they didn't have retirement funds. Like they that wasn't available to them. So they're, actively helping these guys just live life and, and make a salary if, they're, if they're not able to, and they do it by auctions, they do it by prop stuff. I'm going to find the website. And
0: yeah, do it. Cause that sounds on. Uh, uh, that's good. Um, like, it is it's a shame. One,
1: It's one of those places that when I go to a convention, um, I, I put money into their donation fund and I'm not even buying anything. I don't want anything in return. Just let's right. keep those guys going. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, for those of you that uh, have any questions or comments on that, please let us know, like I said, uh, or like Greg said, that if you're listening throughout the week, let us know. We will respond. Um, Absolutely. And we'll yeah. do our best to respond. Let me put it that way. So
1: I'm, I'm pretty on top of it.
0: Yeah, you are. All right, everybody. We're getting down to the nitty gritty of here. And so I just thought we'd end this with a good little throw it out there. See what you guys think. Um, Greg, what is the most watchable TV show of all time? What do you think? I know this Uh, is a really impossible question to answer, but I guess, I guess what I'm saying is for, for the Greg, what's the one show that you can just never stop watching. You just never can get enough of it. It's just, it's the best one. Well,
1: the truth is I can't get enough of it, but it's one thing that if. If I'm flipping around the TV and I can't find something to watch because of whatever, like it's not that interesting or I don't have enough time or something I just need on in the background while I'm cleaning the house or making dinner or doing the dishes, whatever, there's, I I got it down to two shows and you asked me this earlier. So I did put a little bit of thought into it. Um, one is friends. I mean, I can put that on most times, still get the giggles out of it and and be okay with it the other one's the office like i i can really put the office on any uh,
0: yeah i i you and i i think the problem is you and i i i would like You're to similar. talk to yeah <laughs> well you know i would like to talk to your to to our parents what's like i think my mom's was oh. mash or taxi
1: okay you know okay. what i mean yeah i, I, got, I would really like to really my like parents to, because they're retired and the tv's on most of the time no it's it's any of the ncis shows like oh like they have they have the syndication schedule like they know it it's going to be on tnt from from 10 a.m to they get excited about the new and it'll be on it'll be on yep well yeah i'm sure they do um so yeah it's it's ncis um most of the time uh dad is ncis or what's the it's But that's, but for him, that's all time.
0: Like he will, like that's all time.
1: It's what they're doing. I mean, well, it's what they're doing now. But, but it used to, like, growing up, it was Mash. Like Dad had to watch Mash in right. syndication or like, Cheers so, or something like that. Nah, it was always Mash for Dad. MASH, like MASH. MASH, we knew. I remember from, like, my mom watching six thirty all the time, six thirty to seven. Dad, it's we knew, we knew that's what we were watching was right. Mash. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. But then but then he felt like he doesn't watch MASH much anymore. It's still on. Like he could find it, but he, he just doesn't. He likes the NCIS yeah. and the CSI. Yeah. CSI but
0: show. Yeah. Going back, I I agree, Greg. There's not yeah, to me it's it's uh it's the office or it's friends. Speaking of friends, watching that now. <laughs> And with uh what we've been talking about all show with the cancel culture now, my God. Yeah, like, no, there's some bad stuff there now.
1: It wouldn't work. I mean, first off, you're dealing with a bunch of white people, like that yeah. Hollywood wouldn't let that happen now. Right. Um, but what about one, three's company? How bad if you were to watch that again? Oh gosh, no kidding, like tripper, Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper he was a t- total homophobe. He couldn't he couldn't function around a person he thought was gay. And so was no, Mr. No, no, Roper. No, no, Mr. Roper was. Oh, am I thinking of it wrong, Roper? No, because Mr. Oh, yeah, that's Roper. Right. Roper was. Roper Mr. thought Jack was gay. Was
0: gay, so he could live with the girls.
1: So okay, yep, that's right. how it went.
0: Yeah, uh, and so Jack had to always pretend he was gay around them, and they would do like was. I remember Mr. Roper going,
1: "Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like
0: you know, like I don't, I don't know why, like,
1: like call him a fairy kind of thing." Yes, yeah.
0: yes, yeah, and he had a. Uh, uh, womanizer, best friend, Larry, Larry, remember the upstairs yep. neighbor who always yeah. had the hair, you know, had, the we had, we open. had a Larry,
1: we had a Larry. Yeah. But he um, wasn't like that. Not, not <laughs> quite like that, but no, uh, cousin He's Clay says, actually. uh, says always sunny, always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, honestly, that is good. Honestly, I haven't watched a single episode of that show. It's been on for, oh my years, goodness, decade, like a decade. I've never watched a single episode. Oh,
0: it's so um, bad. It's kind of weird. I I I don't know. I don't know if you could actually watch it from the beginning, moving all the way forward. Like, I think you'd actually let me know if I'm wrong really? with this people. Maybe you have to watch it from the end. Going Is it back over? Down.
1: They're not doing it anymore?
0: I don't know. I heard two years ago, but I, I think there's new episodes now, but that's huh. fantastic. That's a fantastic.
1: Who said that? Ah, uh, cousin Clay. So cousin Clay. That's a on great it. one, Clay. And Clay he says, "I've
0: noticed you and I usually don't agree on stuff." That was fantastic. <laughs> that was. He fantastic. said, oh, "He
1: said always sunny." He he agrees on the office, and then he put in Letterkenny. And
0: oh, you're a fan of that. I'm not a yeah. fan of that, but I can see where people
1: are. Like, I I can't. believe Packer it as, I can see yeah. it,
0: but I am not
1: there. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it reminds us of our culture. Um. Oh, Clay said, "Always sunny." Still going. So yeah.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Yeah, I uh I I never watched I never watched Always Sunny and I never watched the league. Those were two shows that I just The completely- League is you know what was weird about the league? I really
0: enjoy the league, but I don't seek it out. Mm. Like I can watch it right I, now. I can watch everything on Hulu. And it was really? good when I would have nothing else to watch,
1: but I just don't seek it out. I totally missed the boat on both of those, and I don't know why. I mean, it's not like I wasn't watching TV in the past ten years. Yeah, Um, I
0: mean, the league is great. It's all really about fantasy football. It's like I understand.
1: Maybe that's why I skipped. Actually, (laughs) it's based
0: off of that, but it's also their lives. Right. Right. But it's all based off their league of fantasy football.
1: And there's like, I mean, people have grown huge careers out of both of those shows. Yeah. And hey, real
0: quick tip for all you fantasy football people out there. Nobody gives a shit about your rosters, even the people that play you. So stop telling people. No one cares. I don't know Uh, how many. I'm sorry. I'm going on a rant here. I don't know how many people have come up to me like, dude. Yeah, I just got a, you know, I just got this guy. I don't give a fuck, dude. It's imaginary. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Did he really go to your team? Your your sports team did like. Patrick Mahomes actually go to the Chicago bears. No, he went to some goofy name you thought of and you right. just put it on this list and you look on your computer. Like I don't care. Nobody don't... cares. That's like me calling you up, Greg in the middle of the night and saying, Hey dude, I'm Madden. I just threw for six touchdown passes. You'd be like, are you, are, are you kidding me? Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So care. stop it. Nobody cares. And, I'm, and the people that are my friends that keep telling me, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I don't care. That's funny.
0: Okay. And take, and take a breath
1: and see. yeah there you go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other shows that I would watch. I can't think around. of <sighs>
0: any sci-fi shows like Buck Rogers back then or Star Trek? No, because
1: honestly, I've tried watching Buck Rogers and and it just doesn't hit the same. Like there's a
0: remember when we saw the girl that was in there? Karen Gray? Yeah.
1: She's, she's a fantastic
0: woman.
1: So beautiful. Yep. Super nice. Fantastic woman. Yes. I tried like when my kids were little and I was looking for like some wholesome TV to watch. We tried watching Buck Rogers and we made it, we made it a waste. Like we made it into like season two or something like that. And like the kids just fell off and they didn't care. Yeah. And I wasn't hooked in enough to keep watching. So yeah. Like, but like, like with my kids we're watching uh um what we do in the shadows like now we're, that's good we're, we're catching up and we love it so maybe yes. that'll be something for them so
0: fantastic i haven't seen the new season yet i need time because i feel like that's when you actually have to sit and watch and pay attention because you, you will do. miss small little things yep and when my little girl's running around i can't
1: well and there there's language issues in there. There's There are
0: language there's... and I think there's adult humor she'd never get even if she watched it. She yeah, not really get it yet. But um that's
1: yeah I just I haven't gotten to it yet. Rick and Morty you... I'm
0: a huge fan of Rick and Morty. I know that's
1: become a cult thing. Yeah. Um yeah like cult classic I mean it's yeah. got a following huge following. Yeah. Um Yeah, what else do we Like I watch Vikings but that's not like like I don't think I'm gonna rewatch Vikings in ten years. Are you gonna like, watch uh, Game of Thrones? Are I you went ever back to watch that. I did. I went back to it. Beginning of COVID, I went back to it. Oh, um, really? okay. Well, yeah, because there there was this weird period in there where you know I got I got my three screens set up at my desk here, and I just because of COVID and so much stuff had shut down, and yeah, we were going kind of batshit crazy on some other things, but I would finish like part of a project and like ship it off to somebody and they would need to get me feedback before I could move on it. And I didn't have anything else to do like uh, for a little bit, yeah. or I didn't have something that was so, I guess I shouldn't say I didn't have anything to do. I was doing things that weren't so mind focused that I couldn't have something on in the background. So rather than doing podcasts and stuff like that, I I started kind of rewatching game of thrones.
0: My wife rewatched, uh, breaking bad. Okay. During COVID.
1: See, that's what I should do. I should probably actually finish that show. (laughs) Yeah. Never finished that. I did. I also got like four or five seasons back into true blood and fell off. Um, okay. Because that's because it was one of those things I'm like, well, I was watch something, and I was in a show hole, so I just started watching it again. I'm like, this wasn't bad, and then you get to the points where it's bad, and you're like, well, I know it'll pick up in a little bit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I kind of rewatched some of that. I didn't finish it. Didn't finish Game of Thrones. Like, I got to the point where Game of Thrones. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna skip to these episodes that I know I'm gonna like.
0: Yeah. Like the Battle okay. of the Bastards and stuff like that. That's a great. That's a great one. Yeah. That's yep. a great one. Um. Yeah. Yeah, so all right,
1: I think we'll, uh, I think yeah. we we'll end it there. I think I'm we'll going to keep pondering stuff. that question. Like when we're done, I'm going yeah. to get back to my TV and start searching through all my streaming options and be yeah. like, yes, for those man, of you uh,
0: like uh, cousin Clay, is he
1: actually your cousin, Greg? Yeah, he's only totally my cousin.
0: Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I thought he just yeah. called himself cousin Clay. Okay, no, out
1: of my out of my like 180 cousins, there's like six that I actually keep up with, and he's one of them. So all right.
0: All right. well um like cousin clay uh how he's adding uh shows anybody else out there that has thought of all oh, they totally missed the boat on this one or this one let us know we will continue this conversation as we go yeah yeah so uh greg why don't you sign us out big guy
1: well as we've learned from mr gruden and some other people this week, thank you john uh, we gotta know we gotta know a couple of rules to life uh, yeah. one is to know your audience, especially if you're sending emails and things that you might think are funny that could come back and bite you in the ass Man. 10, 15, 20 years later. Uh, know your audience, like, know who that can be. The internet's a real thing, nothing ever really goes away, and things can be saved. So, know, you know, watch yourself when you're out there. Uh, to know your facts, like, know your facts and check your sources. So, know where that quote unquote fact is coming from. And then as you're going through life and Mr. Groom could have used this lesson. Don't be a douche. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right. So with uh, For the Greg, this is Johnny. Everybody, thank you for listening. Podcast out, everybody. Have a great rest of your week. See ya.
1: See you.